are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Hey, good evening. Welcome to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. Nina is out of the country. Um, she's um, probably in space buying land on the moon. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, she'll be back next week. She's just out of town. I'm here with Vic. Good evening. Yes, he will be joining us tonight. Um, he does mortgages, and so he can help people find the money. How you doing, Vic? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Great, great. Happy New Year. Happy, you know... I guess until February. <laughs> yes, it's the new year all the way until it's no longer new. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so and this year looks promising that the, you know, the mortgages and, you know, people want to get the funding they need more so this year. It was a little challenging last year, right? It, it ended up challenging because the rates went up. But you know what? Rates are coming back down. People are getting used to what the rates are. And at the end of the day, people have to buy. Yes. People have to sell. Yes, indeed. You know, so the market is still hopping, which is a good thing. So, um, so Vic, so tell our audience a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in the mortgage game? I've been in the mortgage game about 15 years. Wow. I've been in the mortgage years. game. Yeah, yeah. I started off uh, actually graduating college doing mergers and acquisitions. Okay, where did you go to college? Baruch. Oh, okay. I actually went to the Baruch, city? graduated, did mergers and acquisitions. So I was actually flying around the country. Um, buying up smaller companies for the company I work for. Okay. And 9-11 happened, as I said, and mm -hmm. that actually turned my life around. Okay, so you started around 9-11. No, I started doing mergers. Yeah, I started real estate after 9-11. After 9-11. Because I wanted a profession that I actually controlled my destiny. So you, so you jumped in a game where people were getting out. There you go. Mm. It, it, was, it was a couple, yeah. Because I retired from what I did and I basically just did nothing for a year. Okay. And the people started coming up. I need help with this. I need help with that. I need help with this. And I just started helping people 20 years later. Guess what I'm doing? Just helping, helping people. people. <laughs> Not about the money. It's the, listen, we can help each other. And that's what we're all about. So you think, do you view this as like a job job or just a way of living for you? That's the best thing about it. It's the way of living. You know, the old saying goes, right? If you do something you love, you never, never work, work a day, day in your, your life. And that's what we're doing. Yes, indeed. You know, we do what we love. So you never, you go to work. I go to work to meet friends on a daily basis. Who gets to do that? And that's yeah. what the mortgage and real estate business has, has in store for us. So it's a wonderful opportunity. It's been a wonderful opportunity, but it'll always be a wonderful opportunity. Okay. So, um, like, what was your most memorable moment? when you knew that this was going to be the way for you for for life when your clients become your friends every single one of your clients become your friends you get invited to their weddings their baby showers their bar mitzvahs you name it you get invited to it and that's when you know you're doing the right thing so have you reached the point where you're helping people like people like 
you you, you found their parents a home or, or found money for their parents and now you're finding money for their kids have you reached absolutely out um i'm at the point where i found you know a young couple their first home pregnant having their first baby and guess what they're on their third kid and looking for a bigger home now so you go through generations you go through um as you said finding their parents a home and now you're helping the kids find a home um and in, in my case a lot of the young individuals that are just got started back 10 years ago 20 years ago they're they are really they're expanding okay and they're in their third home and you see they have one baby two babies three babies <laughs> and that's the way the world the world works i don't know whoever's having babies today <laughs> the cost of food is ridiculous i can only imagine what it costs for similac oh forget about it <laughs> similac might be like drugs like trying to buy drugs you might have to find a black market or something it's crazy out here but it's 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 been great it's it's one of the things that would never change 9 11 changed my life in the best way possible now do you work um on your own or do you have a team so i the bank that i work for um mid-island we have a team Okay. I love it because we're local. Okay. We're, we're basically in Long Island and they've been around for 62 years. Oh, wow. Um, we're small so that you get that personal service, but we're big enough to compete with your, your other bigger banks out there. Okay. And we're licensed up and down the East Coast. Okay. So people that, us, my clients that are buying property in Florida, done. You stay here, you get all your paperwork done here and you close in Florida. Okay. Well, you didn't even have to close in Florida. You closed in New York. So did they find you or you found them when you made the transition to 9-11? Oh, 9-11? No. It's funny. I started off with my first mortgage company, which is uh, like a, a multi-level marketing. Everybody okay. and their dad was doing mortgages back then. Okay. And that's when I got into the business. Okay. And then um, the big crash happened in 2019 and they went out of business. And I actually found uh, Mid Island through my search, and it's okay. been the best place ever. Okay. It's family business. We hold our own loans. So, one of the big things is for a first time home buyer, rates are high. You just spoke about that. Mm -hmm. When rates drop, we automatically reduce their interest rates at no cost. Oh, wow. No appraisal, no credit score, no W 2, no pay stubs. You pay us on time, automatically get a reduction in your interest rate because you've been paying us on time. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the value because we're a small bank and we hold our paper. Okay. We want to keep you happy. Wow. So there, there are advantages. Okay. Um, sorry, just give me a moment. Sure. I got to set up just some comments come through. All right. Um, so you love the social aspect of, of the business, which is, which is what attracted you to get into real estate and stay in real estate for, what, 16 years, you said? Yeah. So not, not, yeah, the social aspect, but my point was you're helping people. Got you. The aspect of, yeah, I worked, did mergers and acquisitions. I made the money, but I wasn't happy. What mm. makes you happy? And that's where the concept of you do something you love. You never work a day in your life. I wanted something where I can control my destiny. This was it. Now, now do you do commercial projects? Um, do you do jumbo loans? We do um, jumbo loans, but mostly <laughs> one to four units, co-ops and condos. Okay. So we focus on the one to, two, one to four units, co-ops, condos, second homes, investment property. Um, not so much on the commercial end, but mainly your co-ops, condos, one to four. 
Okay. You know, up and down the East Coast. And do you personally own properties yourself? I do. I do. That's the that's the I guess the the cherry on the cake is that you see a opportunity come up and you buy. You know, I have one in Pennsylvania, I have a couple in New York, I have a, in Florida, and my goal is that's my retirement. Gotcha. Sooner than later, hopefully. Where, where do you have in Florida? Where, where, where do Tampa. You, Tampa? I bought okay. that property about six years ago. Condo, house? A house. Okay. And it's appreciated since then, and thank God my tenant has been there and never an issue. See, I, during pre-9-11, I was preparing to buy like land in Jacksonville mm -hmm. and build like a trailer park, like a, oh. like a trailer park condo. Like instead of condos, it'd be trailer, like trailer luxury. Park trailer park like a luxury resort kind of trailer park housing complex that's a great idea yeah and then 9 11 happened. i mean not 9 11 um, <laughs> then COVID happened and um it's still a great opportunity though yeah it's yeah. still because you're offering low maintenance or low cost um and you're offering people an opportunity that they may not have yep because you yeah. can have like you can have the affordable section the high class section you could do you know you can juggle it you, yeah and there's a big market for that. And then also my thing was also creating affordable housing also with a part of it where some can own their own trailer, their mm -hmm. own. So I was debating that because um, that just seemed like the new wave to go down, especially like Jacksonville or certain parts of Florida where trailer parks are more um, prevalent. And it's a good opportunity because you own the land. Mm. They buy the trailer. Yep. And you have your maintenance fees and that's it. And then my goal was to just sell it outright and let somebody else own it. I build it, own it, create it, then sell it, and move on to the next. There you go. Yeah, so it's, it's there's so much different opportunities in real estate. Airbnb. I mean, I had some clients going down to North Carolina to purely buying for Airbnb purposes. Okay. You know, um, you could be 18, you can get a mortgage once you wow. have a job and you're you don't have to be working for two years. That's what a lot of people don't know. Hey, I just got a college. I started my new job. I've been there for six months. I need your college diploma and your contract for your new job. That's it. Let's see what you qualify for. So speaking of which, have you ever bumped into a client that thought they couldn't qualify for a certain amount and you were able to get them that amount for the house they wanted? My self-employed borrowers, Vic, I, I write everything off my tax returns. Everybody tells me, no, I can't afford a house. But I make the money help. There are programs out there that will help self-employed borrowers mm -hmm. purchase their home, their yeah. first home, their second home, and build from there. You do not have to. Um, there are some programs that don't require tax returns. Right. So take advantage of that. All right. So we'll, we'll get into that a little later. Um, do you help your family? Like, do you have family that come to you to to get their housing needs? Absolutely. Or? I just help. They're, the, they're the they're the toughest customers. You know what? <laughs> they are <laughs> because they never, they, they, you know, they, they go, I mean, it's an honor, but it's also a heavyweight to burden. It's an honor because they trust you. Right. You know, but it's a heavyweight to, to carry because Vic, the bulb went out. Vic, the garbage wasn't picked up. <laughs> I do mortgages. <laughs> I'm not a contractor. <laughs> I do mortgages. Um, but it, I, I, yeah, my cousin just bought something in Connecticut. Um, oh, beautiful wow. townhouse overlooking a gorgeous lake. She wanted to buy in New York, couldn't afford it. Um, just prices are through the roof. So mm. she ended up in Connecticut, and she's the happiest camper in the world. Okay. You know, 
Yeah, I have family looking to buy in Connecticut that are moving from Texas and um, really? Maryland. The other yeah. way around. Okay. Yeah, so they come in. I, I don't know why. It's it's actually my wife's family. So, um, but we'll see what happens when that yeah. transition happens. But, um, you know, for people that Connecticut is a big market and you have a wide range of uh, home prices, you can right. literally get a two family for 70 grand. Mm. in Connecticut. And you can get a two family for 700 grand in Connecticut. It depends on where you're looking. So there's a wide range of possibilities. You know what that reminds me of like uh, Jersey. Yes. When Jersey, like maybe 10 years ago when you could get a two family at a cheap, you can't find nothing out there now. Not, not listen, after the big flood in Atlantic City, now they're picking up a, walk, a water park, uh, showboat. Oh, so wow. it's indoor, outdoor water park attached to showboat. The properties went skyrocketing when they announced it last year. Mm. So properties that were nobody wanted because you know the flood that was 60, 70, 80,000 is now 250, 300 if you're lucky. Wow. You know, just because they, they're just finishing up the water park now. Mm. You know, and people that knew that was gonna happen, they took advantage of it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like here when we got what Sandy when it came with long like the values in in Long Island were a little different after, especially yep. by the water. But now you can't <sighs> get anything by the water. The prices are even higher than they were before. <laughs> the prices and now you have flood insurance on top of it. That's the only down. Like that's the more yep. expensive side of of that. That's not going to change. No, no. It's part of what we do now. It's the way we live. Mm -hmm. We go with the flow. Right. You know. Um, but hey, it protects you. At yeah. the end of the day, something happens, you're covered. So you go with the flow. But um, yeah, yeah. So you do mortgages all around the, 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 the like what, what states do you cover? New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Florida, Pennsylvania, wow. and about to uh, finish up my Georgia. Wow. Because if you realize something, people from New York, what are the other states they go to? Georgia. Georgia, Florida. South. Carolina, North and South Carolina. So what I try to do is, uh, sorry about that. What I try to do is um, leverage that so I could be of a uh, better service to my clients. Okay. Comes with trust. Yeah. You know, they'd rather deal with somebody they know than somebody that they don't. And they know they can find me. <laughs> referrals, referrals in real estate is very, very important. It's the number one thing in this game. Yes. Your name is everything. everything. You can cold call, mail, but referrals would. And, and, and it's, it's funny how one referral can turn into 10. Yep. Easy. And anybody looking to get in this business, you do the right thing, you would be smiling. Just yeah. do the right thing. Yeah. You know, um, never cut a corner. Give the advice. Even if you have to do it over and over again, do it and you would be surprised. So last year was a pretty good year for you? COVID was amazing. No, last year. Last year, year it was amazing. It was one of the best years. Really, even with the interest rates? I am the... telling you, because rates, before the rates went up, rates were low. So you're looking at the first half of the year. Yeah, like March and April. We were just wrapping that up. And then towards the end of the year, people were in contract already. So they were qualified. Even though with the higher rates, they still were qualified. Mm -hmm. And so we, we, we had no choice but to run with, you know, closing. Because there were some people that lost deals because people were qualified and the rates changed and then they weren't qualified. Correct. 
So we would take adapt. I mean, we were taking advantage of the two one buy down. It's the big thing now, two one buy downs. Right. That always existed. It's people never. It was never marketed. Right. Just like the RFHA loan rate reduction for free, never marketed. Every right. bank is allowed to offer it. They don't make money on it, so they don't market it. Right. But we do it because it makes our clients happy. I felt like last year was easier if you could survive the interest rate to actually get the home you wanted because it wasn't as many buyers. It wasn't as competitive as when COVID first hit and everybody was trying to get these houses. Yeah. And you had a lot of competition and, and you had bidding wars. Properly. That is true. That is true. Uh, the inventory freed up a little bit. So your buyers had a little bit more opportunity out there. Right. And you had the opportunity to negotiate because the rates were higher, people weren't buying us, the frenzy wasn't there anymore. Right. So yeah, the opportunity was there for buyers on the market and something you wanted may have come your way. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's again, great industry. Right. So yeah, so there is no bad year for you. <laughs> Listen, it's, thank, knock on wood, thank God. It's, right. it's been good. It's been good, you know? But also you're not handcuffed to one state. So even if New York is, is, is not moving as much volume, you're in Florida. You're in. Correct. And if Florida's not moving, you're you're in, you're in Jersey. Right. I mean, you know, New York's too expensive. That you have Connecticut, but it goes back to your referral base. Mm. You know, because if you don't build that referral base, you're not in Connecticut and New Jersey every day. You're not in Florida. Right. So people don't know you. Right. So you depend on your referrals, and that you built up over the years. So. Have you received a call from some, like a place where you never thought somebody was going to call you to ask you for to, to, to qualify them for a mortgage like outside the country? Outside the country. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. As a matter of fact, I was just telling you, you got a call from South America. Um, wow. He went to Long Island and wanted to buy something and they knew what I did and they knew that I was uh, creative and leading edge in reference to what's going on with the industry. And they spoke English? They spoke English. <laughs> they spoke English. Well, actually, they're from Guyana. Oh, which okay. the native language is English. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. And with the oil boom happening in Guyana, mm -hmm. there's a lot of money. So they're now coming to the U.S. and taking advantage of, you know, buying property. Yeah. So we're able to do that as well. You know, there are a lot of programs out there. So you could be from South America, Canada, Europe. You could purchase property like you don't have to be a multimillionaire anymore. Right. There are programs for everybody out there. So, you know, um, if you are in the market, jump, take advantage of it. Do not procrastinate because somebody else will buy what you want. So what excites you most about the business when you wake up? When you Meeting new people, meeting different personalities and learning from everybody. Because I have the philosophies, I don't know everything, and I will never know and everything. So do you like go to workshops or like what do you what do you do? Constantly. So workshops, webinars, you name it, I'm going to learn. So whether it be Long Island Board of Realtors, take advantage of a lot of stuff they do. Um, whether it be another bank that's mm. having a workshop, I will go to that because there's something that I might learn. Um, so no matter what's out there, I'm always on a webinar, I'm always on a Zoom meeting, just learning about different things. Um, grants, everybody wants a grant, but mm -hmm. they change. When the money runs out, no longer there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, upstate New York, Newburgh, they get tons of grants for people that want to live in Newburgh. But 
they change. Mm. So you always have to be in front of it so you can relate to your buyers. Yeah, I know someone that was doing, that bought a whole bunch of houses, like I want to say about 100 houses. In Newburgh? No, not Newburgh, up in um, Rochester. Ah. And I don't know what was happening, but something's happened. This was before COVID, though. It's like, yeah, this was like so, four years ago, four or five years ago. With the advent of the REITs, mm -hmm. with people just investing money in REITs, you have people buying blocks upon blocks in up-and-coming neighborhoods. Yeah. So, again, as a buyer, you want to be in front of that. So you actually capture that wave. Yes. You know, and take advantage of these bigger corporations. The moment you hear about it in the news or anywhere, it's done. Yeah. It's, it's too late. It's too late. It's 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 just it's all like Detroit. It's it's too late. Like if you bought in Detroit five years ago, you were there. Now you hear about it. It's too late. I, I had friends that picked up houses for two, three thousand dollars in Detroit. Yes, and yes. they sold it at ten, fifteen thousand, and yes. that got resold at thirty thousand. So now that's getting resold for a hundred thousand. Yes. So I'm like, if I had the foresight to pick up whatever in Detroit for two thousand, I should have. But I never knew that it was going to fly that fast and that's the that's the tricky part of the creativeness of understanding of of you have to see diamonds in the rough you and know not being scared to take advantage of a uh, opportunity or if you're connected to politics and you hear certain conversations happen in the po political world it affects the real estate market because they know where businesses are going like you mentioned the barclay center right right look where that came from to where it is today today yes you know um look at jamaica avenue who knew you know tons yeah, right. of construction yes. yes if you were following the development uh plans for jamaica avenue you would have been buying anything at every price possible mm -hmm. knowing that those buildings were going to go up yep and you would have sold it made double your money jamaica is not it was not a pretty or sexy buy or you know, even Bushwick. Bushwick is, ooh, man. East New York. Years ago. Yeah. Who can't... wanted to move to? Mm. East New York is booming right now. Yes. And you can't even find something to buy in nope. East New York anymore. Nope. You know? Um, and it's still not a technically a great area. It's probably still one of the worst parts of the city. But you can't buy anything. But there. there's no worst parts of the city anymore. No, yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> there's right. nothing like a bad Harlem. The Bronx. Uh, listen, I, Bronx 250, 300, no, no, no. Those same properties are five and 600,000 now. They're Man, catching up to the rest of the bar. I wish I would have made a video to show you how sketchy the Bronx used to look <laughs> to what it looks like. I drive and I can't believe I grew up in these areas where you don't want to get caught walking after nine o'clock at night. Now you see people on their city bikes, and I'm sitting there like, man, you would have rode that bike 10 years ago. You might not be living anymore. <laughs> I, I'm smiling because the old the, the old saying in real estate is you buy the ugliest, ugliest house in the best neighborhood. And that's what you do. Yep. You know, you can't change location, but you can do everything to that house possible. I grew up, I uh, have family in Red Hook. And Red Hook in the 80s, another place that's not attractive. And my family has a house right on the water. And I went to visit them a few weeks ago. There's a liquor store, a, not even liquor store, a wine and spirit store. Right? And then you got, um, what's that place where they put Ikea? You got Ikea like three blocks away. I'm like, man, this is What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what it's, happened? Just, it's like, I'm blown away how beautiful it is now. But when I grew up, 
it was like, man, you playing kick the can and <laughs> and, and you're like, how high can these prices go? You turn around, the prices go even higher. Higher. You know, it's like, oh, I'm gonna wait till the price drops. Never. Trust, I've been waiting yeah. for years. It's yeah. just been going up. And, and you have a lot of outs. That's why I asked you. You get calls from outside the country. They come and buy. You know. You know. Now the dollar is even with the euro, or is it worth more than euro now? So it may not be as advantageous for them to come and buy in U.S. as as it was. Well, five, if, 10 if, years ago, if that's the case, it, it gives us opportunity right. locally right. to take advantage right. of what they would be taking advantage right. of. And the thing about buying real estate is, is generational wealth. Right. It's, it's the key to your generations. Yep. And you then know. you have equity to, to back you on business adventures or um, college educations. You, you, you know, you could do so much with real estate to help your family. Exactly. It will build you up from nothing to everything. So don't be scared. Take advantage. And you have good people like us that will guide you. And the good thing about this industry is we do it for free. Yeah. We don't charge by the hour. Yeah. We don't charge by the minute. We do it for free. So take advantage of it. But it's exciting to see someone close over and over for the first time. Yes. Over again, when you constantly helping a new buyer or uh, in my case, a new buyer find a home, you you help them to find the money. <laughs> you know, you know it, yeah, you tell I, I tell my buyers this. It's me buying a, my first home all over again. So your anxiety becomes my anxiety. Your questions become my questions. And to see you at the table with a smile and we take a picture. A year later, I send you that picture again. Happy anniversary. <laughs> put it on the card. <laughs> put it on. Yeah it, yeah, it it is it is amazing because that day comes, you sign the paperwork, you breathe, and you just became a homeowner. So have you okay, so you've helped them find the money, they find the home, they close the deal. Have you ever bumped into the situation where you're helping someone get a loan for a house that you helped? another person get the loan for like have you ever bumped into that situation meaning that my original buyer is selling their home right I, and you have the next happens all the time wow because i've been in the industry this long people come back so and double dipping you get referrals <laughs> hey you want to buy my home you gotta use vic because you know gotcha. what he did right yeah. by me yeah so go to this guy i am telling you and that's when that situation happens you don't that's where your referral comes in that's where you make them feel the way they should feel which is a new homeowner right they feel like a king and a queen they will always be there for you and that's where your referral base comes yeah you know and um every year setting out a card mm. you know <laughs> so are you thinking of branching out to other states besides the ones you mentioned like maybe yeah uh, 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 like maybe like an arkansas or alabama or a red you state see, or a blue the state or problem I don't care the color of the state, be honest with you. Once it's green, <laughs> <laughs> once it's green, um, the banking industry, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, loan amounts are 100000 or more. Right. So when you branch out to the other states that have a low priced homes, yeah, you kind of really don't do much business. The local banks are the kings in those areas because they'll right. do a $50,000 loan, a $60,000 loan, whereas we can't touch that because it's high cost. Um, in reference to the banking industry. Okay. So yes, I would like to go to Alabama, but I don't know what the prices are out there. Gotcha. You know, when they reach that level, I'm I'm there, like I would in Florida, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and these other states. But if I see my clients all moving that way, 
by all means, I'm jumping in. Okay. You know, I'll take whatever exams and licenses and we're there. What about California? We are licensed in California. So we have one guy that's currently licensed in California. Um, but I don't see my, my clientele at this point in California. But if they do go to California, I'll be there as well. Because the prices are super high out there. Dude, that's why when people complain about prices here, have you been to California? Have you been to Canada? Canada, the prices are ridiculous. I mean, a medium income neighborhood, mm, you're looking at a million dollars. Not dollars, but a million Canadian dollars. So what and I'm like, <laughs> their, their mortgage industry is completely different, you know, mm. I, and I wouldn't even venture to go, go there, but I visit family all the time. I'm actually going this weekend, um, but the prices are through the roof. Man, I haven't been to Canada in like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto. Beautiful. Yes. No, actually. Tons of snow at the moment. Actually, yeah, I went out there probably about 10, but I went on a cruise, so ah. I don't know if that counts. I, I, <laughs> That's I was, not Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was out there for a moment. I went to Alaska and then part of Canada was like Man. ride. But if, if you see what's going on in California, Seattle, mm. the West Coast, and then you compare that to, to even York. Hawaii. And you compare that to New yeah, York. Yeah, Hawaii is, yeah. Uh, you, 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 you are going to jump. And then people from New York go to places like uh, Alabama or mm. North and you see the cheaper prices. Yep. You're jumping on that because yep. you see what's in New York. Not only that, uh, Texas. If you buy something, it's, you get a lot, a lot, a lot for your money in Texas. You, if you're going to Texas, go now, because that bubble's about to it's end too, blowing right? up. Yeah, it's blowing up. Um, I've had a couple people m not move to Texas, but bought investment property in Texas mm. just because it's the place to be at the moment. You know, Dallas, Houston, not so much Austin because that's uh, that's blown up, but right. mainly Dallas and Houston at the moment. It's just crazy and the jobs are they they got lots of jobs lots over there jobs. as well yeah right, well listen um we're gonna take a quick break we'll be back um we'll see you on the other side of the break okay i guess another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl Chrissy here to let you know that the Even Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Even Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time stops, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Even Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> get to it.
Hey, welcome back to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. I'm with Vic. We're talking mortgages. Um, and we're talking housing prices. Um, so to get into specifics, like, are you creative with the different types of um, mortgages, mortgages or, or programs that you have for um, for different buyers? Absolutely. So we have your traditional mortgage programs, right? So right. your FHA, right? Your VA, one hundred percent financing, six percent seller's concession. Your VA actually walks into his home with no money out of pocket. Yeah. Okay. Your Sony May, mm -hmm. you get up to fifteen thousand dollars in uh, grants towards buying your first home for either down payment or closing costs. Okay. Okay. You have your Freddie and your Fannie, depending on where you go. But we also have what is called the non-QM loans. Right. Non-QM loans are loans that hey, I'm self-employed. I'm a I'm a cab driver. I'm a deli owner. I'm a business owner. I don't show much money in my taxes, and every bank I go to says no. Okay. Well, you have the money to bank. Yes, I do, but I can't show it on my tax returns because that's not what I do. Gotcha. No problem. We have several programs for you. Once you have the down payment and the closing costs, we have a program for you because it's just purely purely based on your down payment and credit scores. All right. Now, do this include in PMI or? No, because those programs are 20% down or more. Okay. So PMI is not involved. The PMI will not insure a non-QM product. Okay. Right? So, but if you want PMI, that's where you go FHA, you go conventional on your Fannie Friday, uh, non-QM, 20% down or more, depending on your circumstances, and we get you into a home. So what about like the guy you mentioned earlier from Mexico that wants to buy, and you, but they don't have a birth certificate, they, oh, don't, they don't have so any Guyana. paperwork? Yeah, Guyana. So we, we have two programs. So one of them is your, what we call your foreign national program. Right. He works in another country, doing very well. He has a U.S. bank account mm -hmm. um, and he doesn't have to have a tax ID. Once right. he has a U.S. bank account, doesn't need the social security, does not need a work permit, does not need a U.S. passport. Right. All he needs to show us is the property he's buying is going to be able to cash flow when he rents it, if and when he rents it. So we call that our DSCR program. And they don't need a credit report or credit Do history? not need a credit report because you're putting on that program, it requires 35% down. Okay. No credit history, no credit score, no work permit, no citizenship, no. Uh, all I need is the money in the U.S. bank mm -hmm. and um, proof that you have a business in the other country. And how long has this program existed? It's been around. I would say I've I've been privy to it for the last year, mm -hmm. um, and the programs are becoming more and more um, creative. So we just got one that I've just learned about today called our ITIN number. You live in the U.S., but you mm -hmm. don't have a social, you don't have a job, um, you don't have a visa, mm -hmm. you don't have a green card, you don't have a work permit, but you have a bank account. Okay. You have a tax ID number, you're putting 20% down. Then I, there's a program there for you. Okay, because now what I'm saying is that you have a tax ID number, which means you have a credit score. And with a 680 and above credit score, 20% down, you get your home. So so this year in particular, do you see it being easier to buy a home this year than it was last year? I would say so. Because of COVID, all these alternative programs went away. Banks weren't taking the risk 
on our non-QM program. Right. So on our non-QM programs would be your profit and loss statement program, your bank statement programs for your self-employed, your tax ID program for your people that don't have um, green cards or social, or your foreign national programs. Right. They all went away because COVID, the, basically the economy shut down for COVID. Right. Now that COVID's come to an end, and the banks are trying to open back up that space. And you have investors coming in, creating portfolios. Now they need to lend and create some sort of investment for their investors. That's where these programs are coming involved. Okay, so this year should be more profitable. It's going to be a different year. Okay. It's going to be a different year. Um, with interest rates going up and going down, you see clients are coming back into the market. The ones that are on the fence the second half of last year, mm -hmm. rates are going up. Oh, my God, I can't afford it anymore. Rates have come down a tick. Let's take advantage of it now before rates go back up. Now, do you benefit from, like, let's say, like, let's say Bank of America leaving a certain market? Mm -hmm. Does that help your company take over where they left off or does that work for you? Or? It does because what, what they do, we do, but what they don't do, we also do. Okay. So as they shrink their ability to lend or wantingness to lend, that's where we come into play because we are the alternative, right? Gotcha. We, we are the first choice, obviously, but since they are shrinking their mortgage end of the business, we become the number one. Gotcha. You know, and the good thing about it, as I said, in our FHA programs, we hold our paper. Mm -hmm. We service our own loans. So when rates go down, we'll automatically reduce your interest rate at no out-of-pocket cost. No appraisal, no W-2s, no tax returns, no credit. Just make sure that you've been paying us on time. Because the interesting thing is that, like, um, Aquin used to be heavy in the New York market, but now they're not. No. And what happened to Aquin? Yeah, what happened to Aquin? <laughs> <laughs> Where did they go? <laughs> you know? I think they were a little bit too aggressive too quickly, and you know what happens, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with... You know, your old boys, IndyMac, right. Delta Funding, all these other guys that were in the space. So they've, the industry has changed. But the good news for our buyers is you want to buy a home, there's an opportunity for you to do so. Yeah. And I've had clients that think I want to buy a home, but I want to buy a home next year. What do I have to do now? Mm -hmm. And I love it because now we are going to sit down together, come up with a game plan. So when you're ready, you and your realtor are going to find the home you want and you're going to close versus going to find a home you want and you can't close right. and you get disappointed. Right. And then your realtor will be like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> now, do you utilize technology? Absolutely. So the good thing about the mortgage industry and, and its whole is I don't ever have to see my client if they don't want to see me. You upload your documents, you fill out your application online, you talk by phone, e-sign all your documents right and the only time that you would ever probably see me is the day of closing when i always like to come and say congratulations and take a picture right um but apart from that like florida everything's e-signed mm -hmm. everything's mailed and you basically don't need to come into the office whatsoever florida closings are real quick they are super quick. they are but the difference with florida closing is this their contracts are solid 30 days, 45 days, or else you're gone. In New York, you have 30 days, and then you have time of the essence for another 30 days. Right. And then you have another, you know, so you, your closings drag on. But in Florida, 
Well, also the title reports in New York are kind of oh. like, yeah, it's just that it, takes up the most time. Uh, Long Island, you look look at what's going on with Suffolk County because they just got hacked, right? Right. So now to get a child report from Suffolk County wasn't happening anymore because nobody re could record anything. Mm. But I think they've gotten that fixed. Yeah, Suffolk County is t every time because I do appraisals. Every time I go out to Suffolk, it's it's a nightmare trying to <laughs> get anything done. Yeah, because you can't find the information yeah. for some homes that it's just like Whoa, you know what, what and that's this? New York City is excellent because they record everything within a couple of days. Right. You buy today, it's recorded. You know, within a certain amount of time, you're done. You're safe. Mm -hmm. Suffolk, it's a different world. Different world. Different world. Nassau, no problem. Suffolk, <laughs> totally different world. We so, love Suffolk County, by the way. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just don't love to work in it. <laughs> you know, I don't mind if you want to, you know, want to buy a home out there. I help you, but I doing um, my appraisal business out there is like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't, you know, you know what I do like though is um, Long Beach. Long Beach is nice. Long Beach has some beautiful homes. Long it's, Beach is it's nice. It's Long Beach, and then there's a, a section next to Long Beach where it's like million-dollar home on top of million-dollar home right on the water. Hamptons? No, next to Long Beach. No, 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 no. no. Um, Oceanside? No, not Oceanside. Oh, man. Vito Beach or Lido Beach? Lido Beach. Lido Beach. Lido Beach. Yeah, your money has to be really... But even coming really down, long. look at Rockaway. Far Rockaway. Used to be the gutter. Yes. No more. They've no developed that more. place like crazy. The beaches have become no phenomenal. More. Yes. The homes have gone up in price. You're right. You're right. Um, it's a whole, uh, the YMCA. Ocean breeze. Oh, yeah. yeah. The YMCA built a whole aqua center over there. It is just beautiful. Yes, it is. Beautiful. But 10 years ago, you did not. That That's another thing. No one can see you. Mm. You yeah. did not want to buy anything out. You remember when they say, if you see a Whole Foods going up, you go buy real estate over there. Yes, yes. Those, those that's were the, true. That's what I used to hear. If you see a Whole Foods going up, that's where you go buy a home. Yes. Like, why? Now I know why. Not the case anymore. Now it's see what's going on in your neighborhood. You know what? Every five or 10 years, there's a change. You yep. just have to figure out what that change is. And if you figure it out, you'll be swimming in money because... You see it before other people see it. You could get in and buy buy low, and, and sell high, and sell high, or never sell and just keep it. Because yeah. New York, you, you could live off the equity. You could pass it down, create legacy for your family, generational wealth, as yeah. we said. Yeah. And you know, the good thing about today is mortgages are so creative in reference to different opportunities. There's no bad way of doing a mortgage. There should never be a bad way of doing a right. mortgage. Because right. there's too much opportunity for you to take advantage of. Yeah. You know, um, because we are creative, because our, we are who we are, there's always going to be a way to get you a mortgage once you have good credit. And even if you don't have good credit, between Chris and I, we'll find somebody to help you fix your credit. Yeah. You yeah. know, so we will come up with a game plan for you to buy a home. Do you think there will be a time where credit report won't be as significant to buy a home? Well, that's a whole... In different industry that's actually revolving at, the, at this point. Um, because I heard uh, Vantage Credit is a new thing, apart from Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Right. This new company's coming in and trying to push them out. Um, not too familiar with that end of it. But when I started into the mortgage business, there wasn't any, literally a couple of years prior to me starting, there wasn't no, they did not use credit scores. Wow. So, me coming into the mortgage business, credit scores just got started. 
Um, and I knew nothing about not using credit. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm assuming you didn't as well. Credit yeah. was the staple. But that industry is actually changing. What I didn't understand is if you have a phone bill and you're paying your phone bill and you have a electric bill, they don't count that on your credit report at no. all. Like you don't get no, no, no. You actually can request. I'm sorry, request that be no now, now, yeah, yeah. But but ten years ago, no. Well, they would have used it as alternative credit. Mm. So talking about that, yeah, Vic, I have no credit. But I have a phone bill, I have a light bill, right. and I have a gym membership. Right. Well, we can actually use that as alternative credit. Right. Because, like, let's say you're going to college, you you got to have a. Most students need a cell phone. Exactly. Most, not only that, if you're paying for college, if you're paying your student loans and you're paying while On you're time. going to school and you're working, you know, you should be able to use that to your advantage to get a home or get it, you know. And now I think with time and more people buying and selling and younger people getting into buying their first homes, right? the industry is catching up to that. You know, credit is very important. No credit is good credit. Right. Bad credit is bad credit. Right. So right. I'd rather see a client with no credit because we can build. Client right. with bad credit, we can build, but it's going to take a little time. But I find it interesting. It's like, oh, you know, I don't really buy, I like, I don't, keep things on credit so i just like to buy things and own it and not have to make i just don't like making. i payments. like buying cash right that's what i right. get but you get penalized when you go to buy a home and you don't have any credit it's, this, yeah. it baffles me i'm sitting there like yo I'm well you know the, you know the answer to that this is america you need credit right yeah it's unfortunate yeah it's like you need you, credit but you can have cash in the bank but you need credit yeah exactly it's the funniest thing and again that's what chris and i are here to do we'll Come up with a game plan, and this is where you start. Right. And this is what you're looking for. We're going to make that happen for you. So do you, do you see anything to buy, like in this new year that mm -hmm. we have, do you see any new products that's going to be advantageous that people should jump on? The new product that Fannie Mae just came out with is that if you go onto uh, their website, yeah, you would actually get a lower interest rate if your income level for example, we, we just spoke about Jamaica, Queens, Rockaway area. If your income is 135000 or less combined okay, and you're able to qualify, you actually get almost a percent less because you're within that uh, low income bracket, what is considered now a medium income bracket. Oh, wow. So they're trying to make it more affordable for your medium income to low income individual to purchase a home. They give you the lower rate because your income level is within this much. Wow. So there are advantages. And I, like, is there some place where people can search for like grants or any any other um, well support for them to buy the first home? Sony May is a good program for that. So Sony May automatically, and you we will do this for you. They give you up to fifteen thousand dollars in a grant mm -hmm. for either down payment or closing costs. Okay. There's also other grants that Sony May would give you. The house needs repairs. They'll give you up to X dollars to help repair the house. However, Sony May is very strict with your debt to income ratio. Ratio, yes. So with FHA, you could go to a 55 or 56.99% back end ratio. Mm -hmm. With Sony May, 45, end of story, don't want to hear anything else. So, Vic, so I'm going to buy a home. I'm coming to you, right? And even if I have the money for a down payment, would you show me a way? that I don't have to use all my money, but still get the purchase of my dreams? Absolutely. And, you know, I will show you 
one, I'll help you find a grant because grants change very, very frequently, depending on how much money is available in the grant. Right. Right. Seller's concession, still available. 6% seller's concession. If you and your realtor could negotiate with Mr. and Mrs. Seller, he can pay your closing costs for you. Right. So technically, you can actually, not even 3.5% down on our FHA program, you can come with 3% down. Wow. Right? On our new conventional program, you don't need 35 anymore. 3%. Gotcha. The down payment just went down to 3%. Mr. and Mrs. Seller will help you pay your closing costs, and you have your minimum down, and you get your closing costs paid for okay you know so there are ways to structure it Vic um, that Sony May program you just told me about what do I need to qualify for that mm. let's run your numbers let's fit it into the Sony May box and see what you qualify for and how much money we can get for you so what it so when a buyer comes to you what are the biggest challenges that you face with some types of buyers some buyers that, yeah getting documentation mm. they want my, I love, love, love teaching. I love helping. Right. But getting the documentation to help is my biggest hurdle. And it's easy. Um, you can upload them online. I will drive out to meet you mm -hmm. at 9 o'clock at night. I've done that just right. to pick up your paperwork. I will make it as easy as possible. But basically what I do is I send you an email with a checklist. Right. W-2s, pay stubs, tax returns, ID. Get that checklist ready for me. Um, my biggest hurdle is I get one piece of document. Oh, Vic, I sent you everything. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. I just got one paper. Yeah. <laughs> Vic, I just sent you everything. That's everything. How much I made right there. <laughs> that's the biggest hurdle. Um, and that's where patience and, you know, the fact that you understand individuals and they're first-time homebuyers. So we hold your, I'll hold your hand and we'll go through that. And people don't realize how competitive, like the sooner you can get everything in, the realer your offer is, and the more you can get a chance to sign and put that house in contract before somebody else gets that home. Well, I just went one above that, right? Yeah. So I was just referred to a client from a longtime friend of mine who bought a house several years ago. He referred his to-be son-in-law. Right. So his daughter's boyfriend. Right. Um, Vic, I want to buy, but my father-in-law only is going to take me out if I if I you do everything. Meaning, scrub. He doesn't want to take me out if if this doesn't get passed. Right. So what we what we're able to do is what we call our commit first program. We will underwrite your entire file mm -hmm. from soup to nuts. You do not have to have a property. You do not have to have a contract. So we actually will issue a commitment. So Mr. Realtor goes out and say, Hey, here's my offer. My client has a commitment. All I need is a contract, appraisal, and title, and we're ready to close. It's good as cash. So would you rather take a buyer who's ready to close, just like a cash buyer, yes. or a buyer who just started the process? So when you're competing in this market, every advantage counts. Right. And my underwriter actually just gave me the approval today. I sent him out his pre-approval with a commitment letter. All, you, all I need is a contract, an appraisal, and a title, and I'm ready to go. Because my underwriter already reviewed your income, your assets, your credit, everything's taken care of. And you can close and you can close in less than 30 days that 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 is the key and it's motive and so now i see why you get so many referrals because if i'm selling my home i want to sell sooner than later you know i don't want to wait three or four months to close when i can close in 30 to 45 days exactly so when i am showing you know when i have a somebody selling their home and 
you mm-hmm. refer them and I know they can get the job done, the chances of this person getting a home is it's exponential. Yes, yes. Compared to somebody that goes, yeah, here's my pre-approval, but no, I have a buyer here who has a commitment. Right. Underwriting has reviewed it. Right. All I need is my contract. We're done. They'll take care of everything else. Because on the flip side, I've been, you know, you're selling a home, then the person gives you that letter thinking like, oh, and then when they go to the underwriting, you find out. It falls out, apart. Yep, exactly. And then, you know, you have to put the house back on the market. You have the seller not happy with you, but it's not you. It's just part of the game. I, I just got a client who's buying a house in Almont. The house, this is the third buyer that came to the house that actually went into contract. They sold the house wow. in February. Wow. Last year. And that buyer fell through because the loan officer didn't do what he's supposed to do and didn't close. And they were tied up in contract for six months. Mm-hmm. They sold it again. And then the third time the buyer was like, the seller was like, nope, you have to use Vic or else I'm not doing this. Right. And knock on wood, thank God. That's what, for, for the last... I think maybe 10 years or like people will, they will, you have to, I remember when I was buying my house, mm-hmm. I had to get qualified from the lender they wanted right? because they bumped into these situations where people were qualified, but not really qualified. Exactly. And, and that was the big thing about pre-qual versus pre-approved. Remember right. those days? Yes. A pre-qual, you call up on the phone and go, my name is X, my credit is this, and I make that. Nobody checked anything and you got a pre-qual. Right. It meant nothing. Now those days are over. Nobody oh, does yes. pre-quals anymore. It's now pre-approval. You at least run their credit and look at their income docs. Right. You know, and now we go a step further. We get a commitment for you. So you are the top dog in whichever offer you are going to make. Yes. So Since. that's the way you beat your competition. That's the way you get the house you want. And that's the way the realtor is going to absolutely negotiate that 6% sales concession if needed. Right. Right. Because you know, if you go in there with your hands open, your competition is knocking you down. So that's the way we do it. Yeah. You know, um, and you can see I love what I do. So Yeah, I know. I hear it. I hear I'm it. Like, I feel your energy. <laughs> um, and I, I love teaching. I love teaching. So you can ask me a million questions and I will share everything I know with you because that's that's what it's all about. So, like, you know, we're gonna end this uh, in a few minutes, but uh, where where can people reach you? Like, um, um, they want if they have questions and they want to. Absolutely, uh, I'm all over Google, so you could Google my name, Vic Ram Dean. Um, but they can call me at nine one seven four three four five three nine one. That's my personal cell phone. Um, I will answer it, or please leave a message if I'm doing something like this. I wouldn't. Um, or my email address, uh, which you will see. On, just Google my name, Vic Ramdeen, and I will pop up. Yes, and, um, it, and even so, um, you can contact me and ask for Vic. Uh, at 855-305-DEAL, also 516-506-3284. Um, if you have any questions about what we're talking about this, um, this evening and you're looking to purchase your first home, your second home, your third home, vacation home, if you're looking to purchase any home, by the way, do you finance planes? We do not finance <laughs> planes, not yet. I do finance farms. Oh, and okay. the big thing that you just mentioned that I didn't say chickens is, are a commodity. There you go, yeah. eggs, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Um, we finance land as well. Okay. So very few banks finance land. We actually yeah, very yeah, yeah that will finance land. See, when I was doing it, I was looking at like t- buying like the taxes on like going through like tax liens tax, on, tax on vacant liens, yeah. lands and just putting it like looking for a whole big lot. That, that, yeah. that, that, 
it's, it's like, a great yeah, opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if you have the time, my neighbor across the street actually bought his house on a tax auction sale. Right. And got it on fraction of a penny of what the actual cost. What year? This was, I'd say, seven years, eight years ago. Okay. Um, but he, st he he waited a year because there were certain laws that the owner could come back and pay the taxes right, back. Right. But he had to take... I I have a whole suitcase of tax lien stuff and I never even looked at it, but it's an opportunity. You can make a lot of money even when you don't get the property. They pay you interest on your dollars. So you're yeah. not, you, you don't lose. It's kind of a win-win. And every know? state is different. Every, uh, so you have this to wasn't in New research. York, right? This was no, that, that is New York in Jamaica, actually. That happened. Really? Yeah. I didn't think you could was buy the, tax liens in, in New York City. You could. I thought yeah. in Long Island. I know in Long Island. No, this was Jamaica Avenue. Because they have an auction in Long Island, but. Yeah, wow, they come up very rarely, and this this particular dude did it. And I, I, you know how I knew because I knew it sold, but I nobody lived there for a year. Mm. So I started digging, and that's how I forget figured out what they did. You know, um, but again, if you're in the market to buy a home, there are tons of programs out there. My goal is to teach, so I will show you everything I possibly so can. Where is this farm? <laughs> the one with the chicken and the eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's, where did you? When get? you're ready, let's go upstate. <laughs> so you closed that though? You closed that already? No, no, no. We could do them. I haven't. Closed, oh, oh closed okay, them. okay. Yes, okay. we could do them. I was like, man, I, I love steak. So you know. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Then I have to take you to my 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 one of my really good friends who was my client. Mm. Used to work at Capital Grill. Just opened his own place. Oh, okay. So you get the Capital Grill. Grill service, you get the Capital Grill steak at a fraction of the price. Oh, wow. On Hillside Avenue. Okay. Ridiculous. All right, we have to go. All right. We have to go. Another thing hot right now is warehouses. Yes. People are looking for warehouses to purchase warehouses. Um, the opportunities are there, but manufacturing coming back to the U.S., you take advantage of it. Yeah. If you have the money, take advantage of it because it's out there. Right. You know, and between Chris and I, we'll make it happen for you. Yes. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Vic, for coming down. My it was pleasure. Great. It was great talking with you. Um, Nina will be back next week. Um, have a good night, and thank you for tuning in. God bless.